You know, I got into content marketing after being in business at a big corporation. I, I felt like a cog in a machine where people were like, just turn out more listicles and just like, how, you know, how many words should a blog post be? Or, you know, what's, what's the view count? What's the lead count? And I'm like, all of this is missing the point, man. The point is to create something that makes someone else feel or makes you feel. And guess what? When you do it that way, you get better end results too. Welcome to the Snapchatters podcast, a show dedicated entirely to Snapchat. Each week, listeners learn from the platform's top influencers and celebrities the tips and tricks they use to build a following, create stories, and interact with their fans. Whether you're a Snapchat newbie or a seasoned pro, you'll gain valuable insights from every show. I'm your host, Brad Oldhouse. Let's snap to it. Hey, what's up, Snapchatters? Welcome to episode 31 of the Snapchatters podcast. I, of course, your humble host, Brad Oldhouse, next-gen biz man on the snaps and everywhere on the socials, in case you're curious. If you are new to the show, you must know something. This show damn near died, okay? Uh, earlier this summer, I had been going through the episodes, and I just didn't feel like the show was going in the direction that I had initially envisioned. I felt like it lacked a certain direction, and I don't know how I found today's guest, but I did. And the very first snap story of his that I saw, he talked about something called guts and spines, which we are which we are going to get into deeper in this interview. So make sure you stick around and listen to this because Jay Akunzo, today's guest, is directly responsible for season two of the Snapchatters podcast. I hope that you get as much value and vision and passion and inspiration as I have from Jay. And make sure that you listen to hashtag no filter in a few days as well because this uncut, unedited interview is going to give you just so much awesome, you're not even going to believe it. So we're going to get right into it. Today's guest, Jay Akunzo. Here we go. So I think the best way to sum it up is that I like to make stuff that helps other makers. And I've been doing that in a number of different ways and in a different flavor here and there every couple of years, it seems. But I started my career in sports media working in PR at ESPN, writing sports for local print publications in Connecticut. Uh, and then after the recession hit, I decided I didn't want to be in traditional media anymore. And then sports in, in particular is really tough. You know, you jump to Idaho to get a job uh, in some small town away from every city. Uh, and I just didn't want that. So I started looking around in tech and looking around in communications. And um, I got stupid lucky. And uh, I applied through an online form to Google in Boston. And they were hiring at that time. And, and I don't know who landed on my resume or why, but I wound up being a digital media strategist there. And so my job was basically to consult brands and agencies on how to use their products um, to do marketing. And that showed me the marketing and advertising world. But since leaving Google, I've worked for a number of startups in content marketing, because that's really my first love, is creation. Um, and so today, I host the show Unthinkable, which is an exploration of what it takes to explore your intuition. Uh, and turn it into action, kind of ignoring what you're supposed to do in work and actually following your creativity. And then I also work for a VC firm that invests in startups, so I'm kind of on the other side of the table now, and my job there is to run our online publication and our podcast. So it's a lot of a lot, but I, also, I sum it up by saying I like to make stuff for other makers. So how did you discover Snapchat? 
how did I discover Snapchat? You know, I, I mean, being in tech, you just hear about all the different apps and the different uh, technologies that are being developed, and you have to stay abreast of all that stuff. Um, but I think I just I started using it because um, my friends and I would actually, uh, we jumped on it as a group. None of them are in tech. And we just started sharing photos of each other, you know, out on the weekends or silly things we were doing as a way to keep in touch. I have a very um, close-knit group of friends from when I was young. You know, some, some I've known since I was two. And so it was a way to, like, send funny photos and videos to each other and, like, draw on them and, and stuff like that. So it started as purely play. And quite honestly, since I started doing more and more on Snapchat, it just continued as play. I'm just doing it publicly, uh, and I'm doing it about more specific topics. And so I think that's the beauty of Snapchat is it's a tool, like most of social, built on play, built on enjoyment. And it's the most, I think, uh, interactive of all the social networks so that it enables a lot of a lot of play, a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, Snapchat has become quickly my number one app that I use. Before I ask you the next question, based on yesterday's story from you, Jay, I need to give a shout out to Nochi. So now your your pups <laughs> has no reason to feel left out of podcasts any longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nochi's my dog. He's a little beagle mix. Uh, got him about a year ago. Uh, Nochi is actually short for nocciola, which okay. means hazelnut in Italian. So my, my family's Italian, if you can't tell by the the vowel that ends my name for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. What um, so for people that are going to follow you from the show, um, what can they expect out of a Jay Akunzo style snap story? <laughs> a lot of goofiness, a lot of uh, craziness, and existential crises about what it is to create stuff for a living. Um, I try to show a lot of the behind the scenes of what it is to make my show. Um, so unthinkable, very heavy post production, lots of scripting. Um, lots of different interviews and story and music. So there's a lot of elements and a lot of the moving pieces that I go through. Um, and quite honestly, I'm learning a lot of it for the first time. And I'm trying to just give away as much of that as possible. Um, so when you create a show that's intended to help other makers, you can also give away the process of creating that show because that helps people too. So um, I do things called snap classes periodically where there are a longer string of snaps going deeper into a topic. Like I've done you know, creative hacks for Snapchat. I've done the technology behind Snapchat as compared to Twitter. So sometimes it's in depth. A lot of times it's um, kind of in the moment as I'm going to work or, you know, my morning routine to write. Um, and almost always it's kind of goofy and crazy and, you know, I'm a little bit weird. So uh, I guess it works out. Who are some of the people or brands or agency or who are you following on Snapchat right now that you get a lot of enjoyment out of? Yeah, I mean, there's a few that might sound familiar, and then there's a few that might be surprising. So I'll try to give you a mix. Sure. So, um, you know, the people that might be familiar are, you know, I love uh, what some of the sports leagues are doing. I'm a big NBA fan, so I follow the NBA. Um, I love what Chase Jarvis has done with Snapchat. Yeah. So uh, world-famous photographer. He's worked with massive brands and celebrities his whole career. Now he's the CEO of Creative Live, um, big education company for creatives. And, um, you know, he travels the world and he has a lot of inspirational quotes, but he also shows you a little bit of his office behind the scenes, which I appreciate. Um, he's actually been on Unthinkable, so I got to know him a little bit, started following him on Snapchat. He's wonderful, Chase Jarvis. Um, I love actually one of the contributors to our show, Andrew Littlefield. Uh, let me see, Andrew Littlefield, his, his uh, username is, I think, A.D. Littlefield on Snapchat. Um, He's super creative and quirky, and you know it's not like he's got thousands and thousands of people following him, but I think he deserves that. Um, so there's someone that I think you should go follow right now that uh, isn't you know, the same. You have the Twitterati. I think you have the Snapchat uh, elite kind of emerging, too. Let's, let's get away from that. Let's follow a diverse set of people. So go check out what Andrew's up to as well. 
After the break, Jay gives us guts and spines, the portion that I promise is going to change the direction of your creativity. But first, a quick word for 17 hats. As a busy entrepreneur, I wear so many hats trying to grow Imagine Bound Media. I'm the CEO, I'm the social media strategist, I'm my own assistant and design team. And at one point, I had two or three apps for every type of job function. Like, I had two scheduling tools and several different lead forms from two separate companies. So what changed? I found 17hats.com. That's 17hats.com. Since becoming a customer, I've eliminated the extra apps and forms. And because I get all of this and way more with 17 Hats, the time I save in app management alone is worth the investment. You can try 17 Hats for one month totally free when you enter the promo code NEXTGENBIZMAN. 17 Hats. It's ridiculously easy business management. If you want to know the whole story about how I found 17 Hats, check out episode 18 of the Snapchatters podcast called A Guy, A Dream, and a Facebook ad. Um, okay, so now we get to, to dive into to some of these questions about the show that you do, uh, that you produce. Um, what got me from probably, you had me from minute one in Snapchat when you started talking about guts and spines. Mm. And up until the point when I heard that, I was struggling with this very podcast. I, first of all, was kind of losing some steam. And I, th- I don't know if everybody goes through that, but I've heard that it does happen from time to time. I felt like I was losing some steam because I wasn't, I just kind of felt like it was a little bit free form. You know what I mean? And yep. uh, the idea behind the Snapchatters podcast is not only to, you know, bring people together in a Snapchat type of community, but also to educate newbies and maybe give some pro tips and that kind of thing. But it just kind of, it started feeling stale to me. And that story that day about guts and spines got me so like right to the heart right away. (laughs) And I instantly thought, wow, okay, I totally get it. So the spines uh, for the show, for my show, like it could be a certain way. I like, I can go right back to my vision and I can actually put a spine in it and then I can put the guts in it. So I'm going to let you give the details, but I wanted to give props to you before we go any further that thank you so much for guts and spines now give it to my audience <laughs> yeah no thank you man so so here's the deal so if you create anything especially if you do it for a living or you identify as a creative or creator um i think a lot of it is born out of this intrinsic desire to create you do it in a vacuum you do it nights and weekends or mornings and you just like to create stuff and that's certainly me and that's certainly why i started unthinkable however that intuition can't be the only thing you use to guide your work. It is a crucial thing. It is uh, the starting thing. But if you're going to continue innovating, if you're going to continue doing something, forget about like, you know, how innovative it is, just continuing something consistently, you need the spine. So you have the guts that's right there with you everywhere you go. But the spine is this framework. And so that's what I talked about in that snap story is being a creator is about guts and spines. It's about what you can lead with and do that others aren't willing to do or that's uniquely you, and that's your intuition, and that's wonderful, and that's what we're exploring on Unthinkable. However, underneath all of that, you need a framework. 
And so if you look at any show or any person or piece that you admire, and I used examples from the New York Times to the Daily Show to a sitcom, you know, to SportsCenter on ESPN, they literally show you the framework on a rundown on the side. They have some kind of framework, some kind of approach, and that actually enables creativity. So I think a lot of us will reject this idea that you need a recipe or a formula because the way we see others using it is as a crutch or as a shortcut. That's not how you'll use it. You'll outline your show, Brad, and you'll be like, oh, I can open the show in a consistent way, but still innovate within that little box. So constraints are actually strengths. And we actually have a great story coming up on our show where somebody uses that phrase, constraints were my strengths. And this guy's a creative. He leads with his intuition all the time. But he knows that if you put together a framework, a formula, a rundown, whatever, if you put yourself in a smaller box and then play within those constraints, it actually enables really creative thinking and it makes your product better to say nothing of how awesomely consistent you can become. So one final point on this is with Unthinkable, I like birthed 11 episodes into the world and it was so damn hard because they were all heavily scripted and I was writing in the mornings every day and I was tired and I burnt out. And the way I got around that was working with uh, my executive producer um, to come up with a, f- with a framework, with a rundown. He's from TV, so he gets this because that's how they write. And now that I have that, shows are getting like quirkier, not more restricted. They're getting more creative. But I'm also able to write quicker, and I'm also able to write more. And I didn't think that was possible. So, so guts and spines make for a great creator. So you've applied guts and spines to Unthinkable. Do you do that with your Snapchat stories? So I'm still figuring it out. Um, I think you'll see some that look like a spine. Um, maybe if you can sniff out what those are, kudos to you. Just give me a snap. <laughs> um, I'll give you one example. Um, when I do a longer snap storm, so to speak, or a snap class, uh, I remember I did one about how to write a script for a podcast. Um, and I really showed some of my process. I also stepped back and I started... Um, to like act it out so you could see the script in action. It was like, okay, here's what I did in this section. Now let me read it to you so you can see it. When I did the reading part, I made it black and white. And I've continued that. So that's like one example of a spine. It's like, okay, I want you to know that I'm taking it aside from speaking directly to you to show you me reading the script now. I'll make those black and white. And so then it became like all of the asides that I have in these long snap stories are in black and white. Um, so for example, I pretend there's somebody off camera who doesn't know what Snapchat is and I'm like telling them why I'm talking to my phone and I like do these throwaway jokes. Like that's all in black and white now. And that's just from me trying stuff and following my intuition, but then stepping back and reflecting on it and being like, what worked, what didn't, what enabled more creativity. Let's install that as part of the quote unquote spine of my snap story. Um, so Jay, tell us, uh, you've got the floor here. Um, you know, whatever you'd like to promote, unless it's a Snapchat, how to, you know, best practices course, which is a total joke, by the way. <laughs> um, but tell, uh, tell us where we can follow you, where we can find you and, you know, floor is yours, man. Have at it. Yeah, sure. Um, if you're interested in the show, it's unthinkable.fm. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's just Jay Akunzo. Um, but the thing I'd really like to plug is like, you know, I'd be flattered as all hell if you listen to the show and subscribe to the email list or follow me on Snapchat and said hello. I would be much more flattered and much more excited and proud of the work that I'm doing if you didn't consume any of that stuff and just went and launched a side project or the thing that you're asking for feedback on that you're thinking about launching and you've emailed two friends to ask for feedback. You emailed them back and said, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to launch it. 
you know, that would make me feel a lot better than, than promoting my show or having more listeners come our way. Like I have great listeners and I have a depth of relationship, even though there's not a million of those people, like I, I know who they are and, and it's fun. And if you want to join the, that crowd, awesome. I'd, I'd love to chat with you, but honestly, just go ship, just go make something like that's the most important thing I can plug. Fantastic. Jay, thank you so much. I know that your time is very valuable. So spending it here with <laughs> Not me <at> today. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> like seriously, man, I, I really appreciate it for everything. Thank you. My, my pleasure, man. And, and thank you for like making your show. You know, it's, it's awesome that we live in an era where, where you can just decide you want to do a podcast and, and you go and make a great one. So kudos to you for what you're doing. Much appreciated, man. Thank you. Thank you so much to Jay Akunzo for spending some amazing time with me. And I hope that you guys are just as excited as I am to listen to hashtag no filter featuring Jay Akunzo. I promise there's even more where all of this came from. Thank you to 17 Hats for your amazing support. Thank you to Imagine Bound Media for making the show possible. Also a huge shout out to Riot for the iconic theme music of the show. I'm your host, Brad Oldhouse, next-gen bizman on the snaps. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Snapchatters podcast. Take care, everybody. Love you.